This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello everyone, this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie bringing you your daily dose of the Jeopardy Chronicles. Sorry, I tried to say two words at the same time and my brain didn't know which one it wanted to use. Go my brain, yay! Except not. Oh my god, this is one of those times when I miss Backpack Studio. (laughs) Because then I could have had a fail sound effect. But, eh. Backpack Studio is not going to matter once I complete my OS transition anyway, because Backpack Studio doesn't exist for Android. But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about today. My phone has exactly nothing to do with Jeopardy. So why don't we just get into the Jeopardy stuff and save the blither blather for a later date. So, as you know, we started a new tournament bracket a couple of days ago, and we're back to quarterfinal matches. Which means we have new faces. Well, sort of new faces. New faces as pertains to the tournament, but they're not new faces to Jeopardy. We won't see any of those for a while yet. I wish we would, but the producers naturally don't care what any of us viewers think. Otherwise, they wouldn't be dragging this tournament crap out until April. But anyway, let's go ahead and meet our players for tonight's game. We have Brienne, Bryce, and Garrett. And let me tell you, most of the games we've seen this week have been nail biters. Well, not so much this one. I'm not going to say it was a foregone conclusion because no game is ever a foregone conclusion. But we did have a player who wanted to circumnavigate the globe with the game. Although the other two didn't make it easy. Every single player tonight was amazing. I'm not just saying that. I'm, I mean it. They really kept the pressure on each other. And... It was just one of those games where you're like, how did three good players this good end up in a match? As good as they are, honestly, I feel like it was just, you know, some bad luck that cut their streak short enough to put them in this tournament. But yeah, this was incredible to watch. Although, like I said, it was it was Garrett who really took off with the game, landing all of the Daily Devils and getting them all right. Which is exactly what you do if you... Which is exactly what you want to do if you land all the Daily Doubles. Because getting a Daily Double wrong is an ouchie. A very bad ouchie. Slightly less bad in round one, but if you do it in Double Jeopardy and you make a stupid wager, well, yeah, it's a massive, massive ouchie. And no, that is not, you know, technical terms. 
I wasn't talking to you over there. Sorry about that. Our unintelligent assistant decided to weigh in when it wasn't even asked. But, eh. Where was I? Oh, yeah. That is not a technical term. It's just, yeah, if you mess up on a daily double and lose a bunch of money, it's an ouchie. There's just no other way to describe it. It's an ouchie to your soul and to your score and possibly in future to your bank account. So, yeah, you don't want to be messing up on them, their daily doubles. Just don't do it if you can help it. Just, yeah. But that's not to say the other two did not give this guy a run for his money. By the time we got to Final Jeopardy, everybody was in five digits. Everybody. Which seems to be a rare occurrence. In, you know, non-tournament play at least. But with three such good players today, I can't really say I'm surprised. Because these three were all over the buzzers. It was crazy. Non-tournament level play, like I said, seeing this kind of a game, it happens, but it doesn't seem to happen a lot. You're more likely to see it in tournament level play, especially high-level tournament play, past champions, past contestants, things like that. I would say more because they already know what to expect and what they're doing. And also, if if they've won one game, I think that gives them a little bit of a confidence boost. So, yeah, I, I think it's more likely in tournament play to see, you know, tighter games, higher scores, all of that kind of thing. But I could be wrong because I haven't been keeping track over the years. I've just watched the thing for most of my life and wanted to be on it without really keeping track of, you know, tournament structure and things like that. So, I'm not an expert. Not by a long shot. But, anyway. When we got to Final Jeopardy, Bryce and Garrett were both correct. Neither of them bet anything. But, Garrett had the lead. Big time. Especially after Brienne missed Final. It was... Not necessarily a foregone conclusion, but it was extremely likely that who was going to win the match. It wouldn't have mattered right or wrong in any case because, like I said, he didn't wager anything. But it could have mattered. And it could have mattered a lot. We've seen it several times where someone has a good size lead and they miss the clue, they miss the clue, and then they bet too much, and kind of screw themselves over because they don't get the win. But that did not happen today. But it could have. That's why I said no game is ever a foregone conclusion. So yeah, that was basically today's game in a nutshell. It honestly, we've not seen a whole lot of games of this style since the season started but we're seeing it now 
So on that note, I'm going to wrap up for the day. I'll see you folks back here tomorrow, as usual, with our spotlight. But, as I always do, I'm going to say goodnight. Thank you for tuning in, and as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T. speaking for the Jeopardy! podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production. This is Jamie T. speaking for the Jeopardy! podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production.